Man, I bit the shit out of my lip today. And it hurts like a mother. How do you, what do you do? How? What? Well, I was eating and then I just bit my lip. It wasn't very exciting. And it doesn't have a good story. It just sucked and it hurt and I was pissed. What a fucking loser. <laughs> I Me am, or my teeth? Both. I impaled the fuck out of my mouth uh, eating a very thin chip, like a tortilla chip. <laughs> like I cut the roof of my mouth, like I sliced it with Ow, one of oh, those. Ow, it just like, stabbed you? Yeah, with one of those like shitty thin tortilla chips that they have at restaurants. Horrible. Uh, restaurants. Yeah. But I'm sorry about your lip. You're not a loser. It's okay. I'm sorry about the root of your mouth. You yeah. are a loser. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm a fucking loser. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I also got a bird feeder for my balcony, and I've had all these little sparrows coming every day, and they're super cute, and they're a little fluffy. Um, they're just, they just look like these big fluff balls. They're adorable. And so I'm ordering... Uh, a balcony bird bath that it like clamps onto the side of the balcony and then it like sits um, kind of just like a bowl suspended above the air and you put water in it and the little birds get to bathe in it and they're so cute. How wholesome and sweet is that? (laughs) I'm just like uh, waiting for the day that I have a grand little like a little cabin in the woods with a grand garden with all of my like wild growing herbs and my bird feeders everywhere and like the squirrels and skunks and deer come out of the woods to like help tend my garden oh my god uh, fuck i'm just trying to be snow white uh, i mean like I'm here for it. I would love that for you. I would love your <laughs> your too. woodland fantasy. And you know, like wow, I I can see it. I can see them there. Well, you know them by their names. Of course. Um and they come and they bring you I know you all their little gifts. favorite snacks. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. yeah. They, like they, the raccoon, um like Timmy the raccoon. <laughs> it's a shitty name for a raccoon. I could probably come up with something better. Like uh Drift Cork the raccoon. <laughs> He likes blueberries. <laughs> it's kind of like an elf. Oh, yes. Drifthawk. He dropped <laughs> off this nice array of acorns for me. How kind. But Bartholomus the squirrel tried to take some from me. And I said, no, 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 Bartholomus. That is for my acorn flower that I'm using. Yeah, see, that's exactly what I want. That's exactly what I want. Yeah. So I'm trying to make that happen for myself here in my um, Pittsburgh apartment. Yeah, it's an inner city Snow White experience that you're cultivating for yourself. (laughs) And I'm feeding the um, invasive house sparrow, (laughs) um, (laughs) who apparently was brought over from Europe, I think, and then they just destroyed local wildlife. Um, Oh, or at least I read that once in an article. That could be an absolute bald-faced lie. So That's how I feel like every time I open my mouth on this podcast. <laughs> it's, it's like, yeah, I heard that one time. It feels real. Could not be. Could not be real as well. <laughs> I don't know. Let's just take a gamble. We're going to leave it in. We're going to leave it in the edit. <laughs> Fucking God. I just know that a lot of people dislike sparrows. And I don't really get why because they're super cute. But I guess there's just like a fuck ton of them so they're kind of like um little like winged mice like if if pigeons are the rat of the sky then sparrow are the mice (laughs) i heard blue jays they like uh commandeer other birds nests and shit so they like kick out birds out of their nests and they like like, throw they like no they throw them out they like oh. eat other birds' eggs. They're really destructive. What assholes. So like blue jays are like, I don't know the, the white men of the skies. <laughs> Disgusting. <laughs> <laughs> I do like some men with wings, but not the blue jays of the sky. Right. Yeah, we the do. The white men. The of white. The, sky. the white. <laughs> We do like some white men with wings, though. Uh, 
Only tanned white men. Only tanned white men with tattoos. And abs upon abs upon abs. Cheeks upon cheeks upon cheeks. Dicks upon dicks (laughs) upon dicks. (laughs) Man, oh man. Um, Welcome. Welcome to this episode of Fantasy Time. (laughs) (laughs) Hello! (laughs) I don't know why I just said that like Miss Doubtfire. Oh, hello! (laughs) Man, rip Robin Williams. Reprisal. He was amazing. Yeah, he was awesome. Fuck. Welcome to this episode of Fantasy Time. Hello. Hello. Um, Paris and I just spent like an hour talking about things, so we're kind of a little spent. But we have a fun episode for you today. Uh, we couldn't... We, <coughs> we just couldn't... Hello? <laughs> Did you hear that? What was that? I'm scared. Wow. There's a ghost in my room. (laughs) I'm scared, you guys. Burping ghost. (laughs) Who's so gross? Ew. 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 Bro, we're talking about A Court of Silver Flames. Again. Three episodes on it. Wow, how can it be? Surprise. Are you surprised? (laughs) I don't think you are. We can't... we never talked about the bonus scenes. And that's the and we problem. have to. We have to. It's our duty as <laughs> cultists to reflect <laughs> on all of the scripture of our Lord and Savior, Sarah J. Mass. We're here to do our devotions. Welcome to Sunday Mass, baby. <laughs> it's Sunday Mass, 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 Mass. I imagine we have, like, one of those mega churches that houses, um, like, 2,000 people at one service. God damn. Like a Joel Olstein church. Yes, and it's just like, it's just like, <laughs> recent, recent. Like, <laughs> and now, a hymnal from our choir, and it's, <laughs> they're like, recent, Asriel, Cassian, more, and they just I I you know, it would be better than me. It would there would be like a whole choir of voices singing it and an <sighs> organ too. We gotta have an organ. We got stuff. But then there's also like the Christian rock intermission. Yes, and our our worship leader has he wears only rock revival jeans. But the also ones with like, the big buckle butt. But like those really shitty prosthetic fey ears, too. Yes, yes, yes. It's like a little <laughs> headband. Yes. Yeah, they just slap some uh, And he, yeah, and he's got like long shaggy hair. Um, wow. Yeah. Damn. I want the Church of Mass to be real. I do too. <laughs> someday, someday we'll manifest a real physical Church of Mass. I believe. <laughs> I believe wholeheartedly in it. (laughs) So yes, we're here to discuss the bonus scenes. One that is from Feyre's perspective and the other um, about Asriel. We have not talked about it. We didn't talk about it in our spoiler or our spoiler-free episodes. Um, And I just felt like it needed needed to be addressed, especially since they are so... um, related and specific Mm -hmm. to Paris, your own um, predictions about where the story is headed. (laughs) They were just absolutely spot on. And I think, I think we needed, we, we needed this. Mm -hmm. Is it fantasy time? (laughs) It's fantasy time. Good. I'm going to eat a snack. (laughs) Super cool. Do you like boys with wings, or maybe horns or tails? Maybe you're into scales. Perhaps you want to be the lizard queen. Do you find yourself attracted to fictional characters? Like maybe vampires. Do werewolves make you cream? Then welcome to our podcast. This is the place for you. Freaks and geeks are welcome, and weebs will take you to. Fantasy time starts now. 
sail to a land of books and joy and big dicks. Sorry. <laughs> uh, okay, go ahead. So, um, yeah, dude, I feel like I kind of want to just get the Pharaoh one out of the way because it was the most boring of the two. I was going to say, it didn't really, it was like more of a flashback scene than it was like new information about like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, so basically, um, uh, there were two scenes. There was one from Pharaoh's perspective that it was like in, uh, takes place kind of like towards the mm, first, I'd say the first third of the book. Um, the first trimester of the, the book. first trimester, if you will, uh, giving more insight to like how she found out that she. Oh, also spoilers starting now. Here comes a spoiler, so don't be mad. We've warned you. You've only got yourself to blame if you keep on listening and learn some things that you really don't want to know. If so, then go. <laughs> um, basically, it's like Feyre sharing how she learned that she was pregnant and like her and Reese banging on the floor in like a fairly non-descriptive way. Lots of with crying. His shirt on. With his shirt on. Oh, well, they, they fuck on the couch with his shirt on and then, but that was like after, because uh, like when they found out that she was pregnant, he like just like busted into her studio and was like, baby. And then they like started crying and laughing and then they took all their clothes off and then they were fucking on the floor um, and they were like crying and I thought it was really cool, um, <laughs> that she like licked away his tears and it made him climax. That was a really <laughs> fun feature that I had missed the first time around mm-hmm. that I read these, <clears throat> you know, well, just classic when you come doesn't he so do hard because <laughs> your girl's licking your tears. Uh, Does that ever happen you to you? Do that to her like under the mountain? Um, no, Brady's never licked my tears. During be- sex? No, also not during not sex. I've never had my tears licked off, and I don't know mm. how I'd feel about it. Probably make me stop crying, which doesn't, doesn't that, isn't that what happens to Feyre under the mountain? Yeah, doesn't under the mountain, recent, yeah. Like, He's like, yeah. Mm. but that was before she liked him. She didn't trust him then, and he was doing it to make her mad and get her mind off of the sorrow and despair yes. she was experiencing, which, like, kudos to you, Reason. We love the <laughs> tactics. Very creative, very cool. I just feel like probably really salty, you know? Yeah. Like I bet, hot salt. I bet her tears tasted delicious to him, though, because oh, probably. everything about her tastes delicious to him. Which And for her, too. They yeah. probably tasted like, you know, hot butter or maple syrup. Oh, or my something. God. Could Good. you imagine crying butter? Ah, <laughs> uh, I would love no. it. I would be licking my own tears. So thick. Speak. <laughs> Fuck. Yeah, so that was really cool. So they cool. shmang. Yeah. <laughs> Um, and so, and and then they like talk shit about Elaine and Nesta and then they fuck (laughs) on the couch and then it's like, I love recent and I love being pregnant and I love my son that I'm going to name after Stevie Nicks, you know? Yeah, I mean, it was nice of Sarah to give us, you know, a little glimpse into what it was like, you know, from Faber's perspective being pregnant, because the whole book is through Nesta's perspective. Um, So it's nice to get to see, like, our main character that we love and have read about for the last, like, four books. Um, Nice to get to see a little bit of her pregnancy there, but it's very short. Yes, it is short. Um... Yeah, I didn't really care that much. We did get a little, uh, like, a little nod to Reeson's last name, where she's like, yeah, your last name is kind of... And he's like, let's not talk about it. So I maybe know, I think it's- <laughs> at some point, probably at the very end of the goddamn series, Sarah will give us... Give us his goddamn last name. I don't know. I think that was fan service. I think she was like, look, guys, you want some of that? Nope, just kidding. Not yeah, for you. No. You know, like just dangling it in front of us. Bitch. <laughs> she does it so dirty. She doesn't care. She, like when she talks about it in live, she's like, yeah, you guys will never know. I'll, t- I'll tell you like at the, like the last line of the last book, when I'm all done with A Court of Thorns and Roses and there's no more material, then, then I will tell you what Reason's last name is. And it's like, how disrespectful, but also like, who cares? Uh, 
so that you know which sucked because like that was the story that was available in the Barnes and Nobles copies which was which we have the majority of like people in the United States had those copies so we're all just reading this like kind of lackluster face and scene story I was like ah Mm -hmm. okay who cares but Asriel's scene in the Books a Million copy, that shit, that was some good shit. <laughs> Which was like so kindly posted to, where did you find it? Reddit? Uh, no, I found Instagram? it on Instagram. Yeah, uh, someone <laughs> typed it all out out of their copy, which was so generous. And then they screenshotted that and like put it as an Instagram, as two Instagram posts. They posted all of the the text. So us and thank you got to read it. Bless. Thank Bless. you for it. Shout out user at Rowan period Whitethorn period of period the period Fay. <laughs> Rowan Whitethorn Excellent of the content. <laughs> Top tier content. Thank you so much. Um Alina, she has like all of these posts from multi multiple <coughs> fandoms um and she was kind enough to give us poor unfortunate souls this piece of art <laughs> this piece of sexy angsty art which like i you know can't say anything bad about sarah j mass because she is our lord and savior right. um but definitely the better like little short story of the two what the fuck? So, so vastly superior. <laughs> Just with like the juicy gems. Like, I don't know. I feel like after Court of Silver Flames, I'm like, who the fuck cares about Favor and Recent? Fuck those guys. I'm over <laughs> them. I'm so disenchanted by y'alls. Give me other things. And then like Asriel comes out here. <laughs> Personality champ. Wow. So many layers. Oh my god. Uh, let's get into I it. I feel like I feel like we don't really even know Azriel that well. Like we know him. He's been around in our stories and like he has these little one-liners every now and then and he taught Fair how to fly and like we do get to have some scenes with him. But like, oh my god, if there is an Azriel book coming up, which I really hope there is. I'm so fucking excited to get to know him. I am so excited. Like I am almost just as hype for this incoming book as I am for as I was for the Nesta book like mm-hmm. I really like we did we didn't know we had no idea who Azrael was and in these I don't know how many pages it was but in these like this short passage it was like this is a whole bag of beans that I want to <laughs> open and put spill each em, one I want to put each one individually in my mouth you know like <laughs> and between my toes in between my toes just like <laughs> You know? Beans everywhere. Beans. beans. <laughs> I want to put Azriel's beans in my mouth. <laughs> Ew. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just thinking of like watery pinto beans. Like yep. just in between your toes, in your belly button, in your ears. Oh, wow. Kinky. Nasty. <laughs> Nasty. Oh my god. Okay, let's Ugh. get into it. Let's get into it. <laughs> so, Asriel's story takes place on the night of the solstice. Like, solstice party has happened. Everyone's <coughs> gone to bed. Delicious. Everyone's gone to bed. Nesta and Cassian, they're upstairs. They're having their, like, mating fight, fuck, fest, whatever. <laughs> Um, and Asriel's like angsty and he's like reflecting on the evening. He's like, I had to stand in the doorway because I didn't, I couldn't be near Elaine and Lucian. It makes me so upset that they're mates. <laughs> ah! And he's like, ew, ew. He's like lamenting his, once again, just like the scorned man. Oh, Asriel, he can't have anything that he wants. He's so full of longing and desire. He's so fucking horny. Yeah, and probably a lot of cum, too. He's probably got big old blue balls. Oh, my God. Although he does allude to, and not even allude, he tells us that he jacks (laughs) off to thoughts of Elaine often. So, um, you know, 
he's probably he's probably got empty balls. I mean, it, in this scene, his balls are definitely full. But I feel like he's got a big old sack of time, pudding between his legs. Yeah, his balls are empty most of the time. Yeah, that okay. would make sense. Yes. Yeah. Um, but man, man, so he's hanging out. He's brooding in the hallway. He's just like, uh, mm. Elaine pops up she's like oh shit i wasn't expecting to run into you which is true she was like i was i have this present for you and i didn't want to give it to you in front of everyone so i just fucking wanted to put it in your pile of presents and he was like cool thanks and she he like opens it and it's like earplugs and she's like get it because like that way you don't have to listen to cassian and nesta fuck all the time (laughs) and he was like huh good one um and he's like i didn't know if i should get you a gift uh, because you're fucking mated to lucian and it makes me sad and she was like oh yeah Mm, i don't know and so he gives her this (laughs) necklace this beauty and the beast style stained glass rose necklace that like shines in the lights very pretty and she's like oh it's so nice Uh, will you put it on me and he's like damn girl I'll put it on you shit Um, (laughs) so he like they have this like long angsty oh my god it was so fucking juicy he like fucking puts He puts it around her neck and he's like letting his hands touch on her neck and he like takes a really long time to like lock the clasp and then like they like she steps closer and she's like mm, and he's like fuck and uh i have this really cool uh quote that i wrote down her arousal drifted up to him and his eyes nearly rolled back in his head at the sweet scent He'd beg on his knees for a chance to taste it. But Asriel <laughs> just stroked her neck again. Wow! So fucking horny. So. <laughs> wow. I really liked seeing it from the guy's perspective. Like, normally we get, like, I, I enjoy this just as much, like, like from Farah's perspective, all of the things that Reason's doing, all the things that she's feeling. Oh my God, so good. But like to see Asriel from his perspective, like wanting and just like being so fucking horny about things <laughs> when we've had so little information about him was very exciting. Mm-hmm. Quite delicious and tasty. <laughs> so like they are about to kiss. He's like tilting her head back and he's like mm, he's about to chow down and fucking recent comes in and cock blocks recent yeah. like mind to mind with Azrael. he's like bitch the fuck are you doing get in my office now and so Azrael has to leave this bitch cold he's gotta like douse the flames of his loins and go get a little spanking from Reese mm-hmm Fuck. And Reason's like, listen, bro, you can't do that shit. Because uh, if you fight for Elaine, then Lucian's gonna challenge you to a fucking blood duel. And a then you're duel! Gonna, a duel. <laughs> to the death. Hand to hand combat, I'm assuming. And dick then to dick you'll combat. fucking. <laughs> dick to dick combat. That's why they're so brutal. They sword just, fight. Whip it out. Show and us that get... wingspan, baby. <laughs> we get to watch. Lucian, do you think Lucian has a tiny PP? No. Or do you think all Fae have big PPs? All Fae have big PPs. And Lucian is um, from the Autumn Court. And the Autumn Court boys fuck with fire in their veins. Don't you know this? Helen? I'm so glad you brought this up. Because I'm going to, I'm going to, we're going to come back to that. We're going to come back to that. I have my videos. <laughs> So, um, Reason's like, listen, you can't, you can't fight for Elaine because, uh, Lucian's gonna fight you. He's her mate. He has every right to, like, invoke blood duel with, I don't remember what the duel is called. Bad, bad duel. Dead. Dead duel. Dead duel. Uh, dead duel. <laughs> and he's like, and if you, you're, obviously you're in, and Astrid was like, yeah, and I would kill him really fucking easily, and Reason's like, I know that. Because he's a bitch. Because he's a fucking <laughs> bitch. I'm a shadow singer, and I am fucking badass Illyrian reason. I could totally he's, kill him. I would kill everyone in the like, autumn court. <laughs> fucking easy. <laughs> but 
but he also is like, how is it that my two brothers are with these two sisters and then I'm like, don't get to have the third. Which, like, he's the total seven brides for seven brothers in that moment. <laughs> have you seen that musical, I Fallon? have not. You have asked me this before on this podcast, and I have not seen it. <laughs> but I understand the sentiment. And, like, Asriel right now, he is, like, an angsty 14-year-old in the principal's office. Yep. And, like, got in <laughs> trouble for, like, blowing spitballs at the back of a yard duty's head. Like, he... He's really giving me, like, pubescent vibes. And yeah. I'm here for it. I'm here for... Because it's like, you know, show us your personality, baby. I want <laughs> to see it. He's, like, so upset. And he's like, yeah, he's like, what if the cauldron was wrong, though? Like, <laughs> why do you guys get the other two sisters? And I don't get one. And he's like, Reese's like, you think you deserve Elaine? He's like, uh, yeah, I do. She doesn't even like Lucian. She doesn't even <laughs> like her at all. I could fucking kill him. The cauldron was obviously wrong. And even though we've proven that mating bonds can't be undone, that's been like a big theme of the last four books, uh, <laughs> still I have a chance. Like, I yeah, I'm, I'm gonna figure it out. I'll I'm figure, figure that out. shit out. I'm fucking invincible, Reason. I'm your, sp- I'm the spy master of the night court. I've I got it. the biggest wingspan of the three of us, so my dick is the largest. <laughs> How many snowball fights have I won, Reason? How many have I won? A lot. Holy shit. <laughs> That's the energy that Asriel's giving off in this. In, what is this? this intervention with, with Reason. <laughs> and so Reason's like, listen, buddy. You, yeah, you'd kill Lucian, sure. But then you would destroy all of, like, the peace and alliances that we have worked so hard to create. Like, this is bigger than you and your penis. If you want to have sex, go have sex with a prostitute. Yeah, recent's like, go pay for it. Which is, like, in the pleasure hall. (laughs) (laughs) Which, like, still, we want to see the pleasure halls, Sarah. Take us there. Please take us there. We've been so good. We've given you so much money. Please. We've dedicated hours to your work. Please. Please. Take us to the pleasure hall. Take us to the pleasure hall. (laughs) We want thunder down under the mountain. Okay, that's all we want. Thunder from down under the phase. God damn. Ball sack. Ball sack. So, Asriel has been thwarted. Um, Elaine's gone to bed. Like, it's over, baby. So he goes outside to, like, cool his jets. He returns to the House of Wind, (coughs) only to find Gwyn there, out on the patio, training. Asriel was going to train, but he, obviously, she's there, so he's like, fuck, I can't uh, do anything. And they have... uh, a moment they're chatting she's like seeing through all of his lies there's a back and forth i feel like it's definitely worth reading so i won't like yeah. go into the depths of what's going on but like there's obviously like a, a rapport between them she's like not taking any shit because he's being very sassy with her <laughs> he's being very sassy and she is just like yeah whatever dude like i'm not really stressed about you right now like you're being a little weird champ but like i'm not really worried about it i'm just trying to cut this fucking ribbon and like minding my own business you're the one who's being weird mm-hmm. and she's like do you sing and he's like what she's like well they call you a shadow singer uh so and he's like well that's because i am it's not like a thing that was made up like i actually am a shadow because i am the shadow singer because i'm cool because i'm and cool I definitely fucking beat the shit out of lucian anyone I'm shadow singer yeah, I'm. I sing to shadows. Like that's my actual title. Like it's Admiral's not like something like, that they just call me. You dumb bitch. <laughs> He's being such a bitch in these scenes. Like he is so sassy. Mm-hmm. And uh, so she's like, "Yeah, okay." Um, 
cool, but do you sing? And he's like, yeah, I sing. And I'm like, Asriel sings? Do we get to hear? I Come know, on. same. I was like, oh, are you a tenor? Are you a baritone? <laughs> what's your vocal register, Asriel? Yeah, me. what's your read on that, Paris, as the resident oh, musical definitely. artist? I, I would say that Reese... Out of the three of them, if the three of them were to form um, like a boy band, okay, Reese would have the most. Um, he would be Joe Jonas of the group. Reese okay. would be like the lead singer. Fair. Joe Jonas. Fair. All the girls want him. He's got swoopy hair and he's got that like tenor voice. Um, and then, <laughs> and then Cassian is definitely Nick Jonas. Um, really? And he, yes. And like a lot of girls want him too. Um, and he's like. The kind of the bad boy. He's, well, yeah. You know, he, he dates Miley Cyrus. It's a whole thing. She writes songs about him. It's a big deal. And then um, Asriel, he's like more in the background, but he still fucking rocks. Yeah. He's, he's Kevin still the Jonas. heart of the band. Without, without Kevin, there is no Jonas Brothers. He's the only one who can do a decent electric guitar riff. The Just only kidding. one. Joe Jonas is also yeah. really good. I, As- Nick Jonas, I'm sure, is great too. <laughs> I mean, Nick and Joe, they're just there for looks. They're just there to be they cute. They are. But Kevin they were really always... carries it. Yeah. So if, <laughs> I don't know how it turned into this, but if our three winged bad boys were the Jonas brothers, that's who they would be. Yeah. <laughs> so to answer your question, I would say that Asriel is like a... A low tenor. Mm-hmm. A lower, lower tenor. Yeah. I really appreciate this analysis. Of course. I still get jealous. <laughs> wow. Excellent. I love that song. So, you know, Azrael's like, all right, bitch, listen, like, he taps out eventually. He's like, I'm done, like, chatting. But, like, he had a pleasant time. Even his little shadow friends were like, oh, Gwen, we like her. Mm. <laughs> Asriel goes to bed. Next morning, he goes to pick up his shit uh, from Solstice, from the river house, and finds that the necklace he gave Elaine is on the pile. He's a little butt hurt. Whatever. Goes to the post-Solstice uh, snowball fight. We assume he loses. We find out later. And, but he goes to the library in the House of Wind. And is like, Clotho, listen. Do you say Clotho or Clotho? I say Clotho. Clotho. He's like, Clotho, listen, give this to Gwen. And Clotho's like, what's up, baby? You upset? And he's like, just give the necklace to to Gwen, you stupid cunt. And she's like, "Um, okay, is it from you? And he's like, say it's from Reese. And she's like, that would be a lie. He's like, bitch. Listen, you deformed motherfucker. I just want you to give this goddamn necklace to Gwyn. And she's like, okay, I'll tell her that it was from a friend. And he's like, thanks, ho. Because um, he was like, he's like, I'm not leaving here with this necklace. So just fucking give it to someone. She's like, all right, chill, daddy, chill. Um, but he's thinking about Gwyn and he's thinking about how it might make her smile to get the fucking sloppy seconds of a solstice gift. I was like, yeah, "Yeah, dude, why? What the fuck? Like, yeah, I was thinking the same thing. I was like, Ooh, Asriel, we need to work on that. That's not good. (laughs) Your projection, I feel like is inaccurate. My friend, like just because she is like a refugee doesn't mean that she wants like your, like, I don't know sad boy reject necklace i don't (laughs) think so i hope that if we get a follow-up on that gwen's like this is fucking ugly (laughs) yeah or she's like what the who the fuck was this for like i know that this wasn't for me because i feel like like i don't know if it's necessarily her personality yeah i don't know she's like oh pretty necklace thanks it's really cool Um, it's pretty when, cute. Why, why'd you get this? Who got this? From? I guess, like, that was the whole thing. Like, it's from a friend. But, like, who the fuck else is it going to be? Or maybe she's I like, know. Nesta. Wow, this is such a nice necklace. And Nesta's like, uh, first That's off, hideous. it's ugly. <laughs> Second off, I didn't get you that. 
what? <laughs> um, and so, like, that's where it ends. Like, Asriel is like, ah, oh, thinking of Gwyn liking this gift that he is giving her secondhand. He's re-gifting. <laughs> um, I love the idea of her being like, fuck, like, this is hideous. Like, do I have to wear this? <laughs> She's like, yeah, I fucking gave it to someone else who was admiring it. She's like, I didn't want that shit. I don't know who it was from. So, like, Asriel's really upset that he she is not wearing it. Like, he's like, what what happened to it? Like, and he can't ask her because like, I, it's, a, it's it's an anonymous <laughs> gift, right? So he can't be like, hey, where's the necklace that someone gave you? And she, you know, like, I imagine that it's like a one of those like little plastic. Um, like stained glass things that you paint with your like red, blue, and yellow. <laughs> your primaries, <laughs> your primary acrylic paints that come in those little tiny buckets. Yes. <laughs> when the the, <laughs> the paintbrush is just that like little yellow stick with like the black <laughs> bristles at the end. <laughs> That's like when he's a like, couple, like, like toothbrush bristles <laughs> that you just have to like streak across and like these. Yeah. <laughs> that's what it's painted with and it looks like one of those um on like a piece of yarn <laughs> or like the kind of elastic that you um make like candy necklaces out of <laughs> it gets like snagged in your hair <laughs> <laughs> oh my god oh yes my god. yeah it's um so so much so much to unpack there he just gives her this ugly fucking necklace no wonder Elaine returned it. She was like, wow, it's so pretty. But she really just wanted, like, some nookie. And so she took it. She's like, well, if I'm not getting my kiss, then um, you can have this back. <laughs> Honestly, realistically, I think that Recent like, stole it back from her. Yeah, and, like, probably. And, like, put it in Astro's pile and was like, no, no, no. And Elaine was like, I can't have, I don't have a voice in this house, so I can't say anything about my missing gift. And also, like, that bitch knows that she'd get in trouble wearing that shit. Um, I mean, God, I like, I think I'm starting to understand what you're saying about, like, being annoyed by Recent, because, of course, I love Recent, and I still liked them in this, the book, Court of Silver Flames, but in this scene specifically, I'm like, fuck, stop meddling, Recent, like, let it happen. But That's at the same so funny. time, huh? That's so funny because I felt the opposite. I was like, what? finally, Reason, <laughs> at least you're coming out and ign- I was I was so glad <laughs> that Reason was an asshole to everyone and not just Nesta and Cassian. Like I <laughs> oh, I literally wrote, Reason is a big cock block. So glad Reason was ruining everyone's party, <laughs> not just Nessian. I, I was like, at least we're being consistent here. At least you're showing your ass. You are like deceiving Feyre. You are lying to her and like avoiding, because like during the Feyre scene, she's like, why did Cassian say you were being an asshole? And mm-hmm. Reason's like, I don't know. And he's like grabbing her tits and stuff, like trying yeah. to have sex with her, like trying to distract her. And she's like, no, why are you being a dick? And he's like, I, I don't know what you're talking about. You're so crazy to say that. And she's like, <laughs> you're right. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. I've learned after my year and a half with Reason that he'll tell me what he wants to tell me when he wants to tell me, and I so owe for him now, no ex- answers. He owes we'll me just fuck. <laughs> <laughs> and I That's was like, Feyre. <laughs> I felt that way about that scene too. <laughs> I guess I didn't put two and two together. But you're right. He is kind of being a dick throughout the whole book. I mean, that was like established at the very beginning though. They're like, oh, you know, Daddy Reason's gonna be a big asshole. And he is. <laughs> and he is. He, we, we were not disappointed. I was like, Reason, you sexy motherfucker. Like, I am I'm disenchanted with you at the moment. But when he was like, when he, what's the word? Like scolding, when he was scolding Asriel. I was like, at least there's consistency. You know, he's not just hating on Nesta. He is like, clearly this is another side of the perfect, beautiful High Lord that we are so used to seeing from, I should mention, Feyre's perspective. Yeah. This is, this, um, Asriel's story was in third person. 
Mm-hmm. I feel like so it was more it was a broader maybe more objective lens of recent rather than every time that we see Feyre Feyre's like benefit of the doubt he's mm-hmm. so handsome I came so hard like <laughs> we we are getting best of recent highlights best case scenario recent yes because he you know loves her and she is his you know little sugar honey bun um but also like all of her agency goes out the window in this book yeah she's like i'm pregnant now so i am just i'm just a robot i can't do anything because reason says i can yeah yeah. Uh, which was really cool. So I I was like, hmm, I, I just appreciated that at least we were being honest now with what the fuck was going on. Yeah. Um, and I could accept that. I can accept that. I I like a well-rounded character, and recent, I will admit, I fell for his perfection. I really did. And now I know. No one's perfect, baby. <laughs> uh. Not even our beautiful... Resound. Resound. <laughs> Resound. <laughs> so I have I have some things to say. Um I do think I do think next book is gonna be about Asriel. Yes. I think it could be about just Asriel, or it could be just about Elaine, but I think more likely it's gonna be about Asriel, Elaine, and Lucian. Mm. And Gwyn. I think it's going to be like, either she's going to break it up into like a thousand books. So you have like Asriel, Asriel's story and Elaine's story. But I think because they're all so interconnected and mm-hmm. it's really about like Asriel and Elaine being, getting fucking real about <laughs> who they are. Because like they, they've been lying to themselves. Mm-hmm. They've been lying to each other. Like, I, I think it's going to be this, like, kind of amalgamous yeah. book of, of all of, of, all of this, this love square finally <laughs> sorting itself out. Have you seen the memes that I like? I love these memes. I live for them. That they're like, what if Elaine is the villain of the next book? I love that shit. (laughs) I know, me too. I'm like, oh, I want Elaine to be evil. (laughs) I do too. And I I wrote, I mean, like, I'm influenced by those posts for sure. Um, But also, like, the the Feyre scene recent explicitly says, like, I bet Elaine isn't showing all of herself. Like, she's Mm -hmm. really boring and, like, yeah, she's nice, but, like, Maybe she's nice because everyone says she's nice and she doesn't have room to be anything other than that. Because, like, she's got some subliminal, like, subconscious shit going on with her and Nesta. Yeah. And, like, her longing and, like, creepiness with Asriel. Mm -hmm. And her fucking petty-ass shit with Lucian. Yeah. Like, she's been a bitch to that dude. She wanted like, to be in the same room as him. Nothing. She wouldn't do, he didn't do anything to her. Like, he didn't, like, he's, he's leaving her alone. He's giving her space. Like, he's like, I didn't choose this mating bond. Oh, I just let you know that it was there. But yeah. she's, like, being a total dick to him. And that's not, like, that's not very nice. No. And I think also that Sarah J. Mass is, like, such an excellent writer that I don't think she would invent a character and make them so prevalent in the story if they didn't have, like, a very different, like, backstory or, like, different side of them that we don't see. Like, Elaine, like, how is it possible that Fair is such a badass, Ness is such a badass, and Elaine is, like, a dud? Like, yeah. no. Like, Sarah no. has to have a plan there. Like, Elaine has to have a side that we haven't seen, like you know, up to herself where she is, is like an evil conniving creature yeah. or, and like, or she's I really smart and like really, um, I don't know, just different than what we've seen. I think she's got a lot of energy and I think she's got a lot of pent up sass and like, just like pent up aggression. She's like, yeah. she's hella repressed for sure. So I think because of how just like ridiculously obvious it was made in, in um, Asriel's scene, I think Asriel and Gwyn are mates because uh, like there's a line where he's flying into towards the, um, 
he's flying towards the fucking house of wind and he is like oh but someone was there and my shadows did not alert me mm-hmm. that she was there like the like these shadows they're his eyes and ears like mm-hmm. he knows everything how many times do you think that's ever happened that they didn't let him in on some shit never no that shit never happens yeah well and, and when she slices the ribbon he's like he felt a shift in the earth or something he like felt yeah. something really crazy and different he's like something's been awoken <laughs> right yeah and like she was like you sing and then he like walked away and it was like he could have swore he heard faint singing and he could have swore his shadows were singing back and so like (laughs) even his like little shadow buddies are like fucking vibing Mm -hmm. to Gwen and he like thinks about her like he doesn't even know her he didn't even know her I mean it's not it's not like it does feel a little bit like they just met, but they didn't because they've been training. Like, they've been training mm-hmm. every day, not necessarily together because Asriel deals with, like, the different, uh, the other girls, whereas, like, yeah. Cassian deals with, there. like, the main cadre. But, yeah, he's been there, and they have, like, this very intimate history with um, Gwyn being attacked and Asriel, like, saving her. So... Um, I think they're mates, and I think that, I think that Elaine and Lucian, I think she's going to make that happen. I think Sarah is going to yeah. make that happen because, like so you said, like you brought up, as did Bran Egg and Dagdan in <laughs> book three, like <laughs> that fire blood. Okay, that fiery. I think Lucian is going to be able to take whatever crazy rage. <laughs> sex rage that Elaine has. (laughs) And Elaine fucks. She fucked the human guy. Right. Yeah. What was his name? We don't care what his name is. I don't fucking remember his name. He's a dick. The human dick boy. Um, Yeah. The tiny pee-pee man. (laughs) Tiny pee-pee man. She fucked him. And um, so she fucks. But she's never fucked a fae. Or at least we don't know. We don't know. Right. What if she's doing all the same shit Nesta's doing? But, but better. like <laughs> Better. Yeah. She knows how to hide it. <laughs> Damn it. Like everyone's like, oh my God, Elaine's so sweet. She's just like around town hanging out by herself. But then like she goes into a coffee shop, coffee shop and then she goes into the back room and she's just like fucking strangers in the bathroom. <laughs> she's like slipping into pleasure clubs every night and we yeah. just don't know about it. Yeah. I mean, it's possible. What do you think, Paris? I'm here for it. I don't know if Sarah is going to reuse that same um, storyline, but... With, like, like being a freak around town? Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) But I bet Elaine has some shit that she's been doing to cope, and it's fucking weird. Oh, yeah, dude. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Like, she's doing... Like, she's eating a shit ton of shrooms in the garden or something. (laughs) Everyone thinks that she's like gardening basil in time. And Elaine's just fucking high on mushrooms, like in the yard <laughs> all the time. They she's don't know. Spot, dude. They're like, man, she's always in that garden. Like, yeah, because her third eye's been opened and she can <laughs> see new colors. <laughs> she is awake. She is awoken. She's a seer, man. She knows what's going on. <laughs> She's just like amplifying that shit. She's like, namaste, motherfuckers. I'm about to transcend. Around town, she's been holding like yoga classes and like teaching the art of Zen. Maybe she's dealing drugs, man. Dude. She's growing mushrooms and dealing them. (laughs) That's hilarious. By the way, you grow psilocybin mushrooms in like your closet in a shoebox, not outside in the garden. So I, I bet she has some freaky shit under her bed. Probably some definitely freaky shit under her bed. <laughs> yes. That and like, she's always finding like the very human contraptions. So like Asriel, she bought him like the sleeping or the, the headache. Like she got him like liquid ibuprofen and uh-huh. she got him earplugs. Like I don't, I wouldn't doubt for a second that she figured out how to make like or find a fey vibrator or some shit. She's been slipping into like the black market, um, like selling pits and like oh, bidding yeah. on human items. Like. 
Oh, and, yeah. And big old dragon dicks dildos. <laughs> from Bad Dragon. <laughs> oh, my God. Yes. She's finding, like, some weird chimera yeah. shit or, like, reanimated, like, Kelpie dicks or Kelpie whatever. Kelpie dicks. <laughs> oh, my God. Because Kelpies fuck. Um, Kelpies do fuck. We learned that. Man. Um, Kelpies fuck you. They do. They do. <laughs> fuck you. So, like, their dicks are imbued with that energy. And um, Elaine's just been, like, you know, using it. <laughs> I don't know if Elaine's going to turn out to be, like, evil, per se. But I think that she maybe will we'll come out to be not not as nice as everyone fucking thinks she is yeah I, yeah you can't I think be so like too. that repressed not in this yeah. world baby yeah i love to think about her being the evil character but i don't think that that will happen in the series just like like because like we've said and like i like sarah always has things you know wrapped up in a neat little bow like she doesn't kill off like our beloved main characters mm-hmm um, does that make sense? Like, I like. <laughs> I no, yeah. No, I, I know what you mean. You okay. like that in the way that you like. Yeah. So, anywho, I, I think that, um, like you said, Elaine will definitely have some shit that she's, like, going through. But my prediction is that um, we see a lot more of her, like, seer side and, like, what mm. she's been dealing with with, like, seeing stuff. Because what if she's, like, walking down the hallway and all of a sudden she has, like, visions, like, that's like a that's raven. Like, that's a raven? Yeah. <gasps> Get out <laughs> of it, like, my head. it, like, freaks her out. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. It'd be awesome. Oh, my God. That would be sick. Wow. And then it's, yeah. like, do you remember that episode where it's, like, we don't serve black people? <laughs> do you remember that? Yes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I also remember the episode of That's a Raven where Raven sings into a turkey leg and she says, do you like a turkey fried? Do you like a turkey fried? And that will never leave me. I I will hear that in my head to the day I die. <laughs> I, think, I think my two favorite episodes were uh, the one where like that kid Stanley, Stanley, I think was his name. <laughs> Uh, yeah. And like the little kid who was like had the hots for Raven, he like yes. handcuffs her, like hand, he handcuffs her wrist to his wrist and he like makes her go on a date with him. He's like mm-hmm. 10 and she's like 16. And so small. He was such it's a short so little small. boy. He's such a little boy. And uh, it's like, there's like a, a jazz club at this restaurant like it's a jazz performance and he's like she's my lady and he like gives the mic to her and she's like yeah uh, i'm his lady like i don't know he's blackmailing her or some shit that was fucking wild and then i also love the boys in motion episode (gasps) oh my god we are the boys Boys in motion motion. we We give you ivy potion potion. Boys, we are the boys in motion. We oh. are the boys in motion. Yes, I know exactly what wow. you're talking about. <laughs> Holy fuck, I had completely forgotten about that until you just brought that up, and I don't know how I remembered that song. I mean, it was such a, oh my god. Feel the beat inside. Show me what you're trying to hide. Yes. I and like can the- feel the rhythm of your heart. The oh boy with god. like the spiky black hair. <laughs> I was into it. I was into it. Oh my god. God, boys in motion. <sighs> yeah. Um so Bring yeah, back El- the boys in motion. Elaine basically turns into that so Raven. <laughs> Raven Simone. I just of the needed night to court. know something really quick. I just tried to google boys in motion. <laughs> And my computer, or my computer, this is my phone. It's kind of a computer. My phone was like, um, we need you to verify that you're not uh, a robot. So can you please, you know, show me which ones have the crosswalks in them? Because apparently Boys in Motion has had a lot of, like, searches. And it's like, there's been a lot of traffic to this site today. <laughs> so we need to in- ensure that you're not a robot. Who the hell has been looking up Boys in Motion in 2021? Who are you? <laughs> Man, that's fucking crazy. Well, we're about to increase their traffic <laughs> by tenfold, you know? 
because everyone else is also going to be Googling boys in motion. But I'm sorry. Um, the fucking spiky hair dude from Boys in Motion yes. was fine as fuck. Yes. Ricky from Boys in Motion. Oh, my God. Mm-hmm. God damn. I don't remember him being that fine. I know. I'm trying to figure out how I can buy a Boys in Motion poster now. <laughs> I know. God damn. Oh, my God. <laughs> fuck. Chill, daddy, chill. Oh my god, I'm <laughs> blushing. Ooh, I feel the rhythm of my heart. Damn, Your fart. my fart. <laughs> I uh, can feel the rhythm of your fart. Yeah. <laughs> so, I hope the next book is filled with Asriel and Elaine, and then also Elaine and Lucian and Asriel and Gwyn. All of the above. I want them all in the book. Me too. I really want that. I really do genuinely feel because like it doesn't make sense for her to make the next book about more because we'll all feel so unfulfilled because we had so little (laughs) of more. Um, So it's definitely got to be about Asriel and Elaine and how they are like they blow up and definitely do not like maybe they fuck and then they're like, this is not going to work. I don't know. I don't know. I'm really excited, though. I'm highly (laughs) anticipating this book. Or Lucian just decides to, like, fucking share, and <gasps> they are a throuple. Oh well, I guess then, well, Gwen, they, okay, the four of them just decide to it's an orgy. be a quadruple, you know, and they just yeah. live together, and fuck every, everyone fucks each other Mate all the time. Mate swap. <laughs> it's like wife swap, but it's face swap. Face Mate swap. swap. <laughs> Mate swap. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We're it's here like, to share in the night court. It's like uh, like that family that uh, what is it the sister wives where oh they have my like God, one husband yes. but Cody each Brown. each character yeah each um, person the four of them have their own rooms and they just like rotate to the left every other day <sighs> and spend you know time with each other <laughs> wow I don't know if Gwen would be down with that I don't get that vibe from her no probably not this is just my dream. Uh, novel. Yeah, I understand. <laughs> I understand. I don't blame you. Uh, I'm here. I'm here to witness. I'm here to watch. I'm just here to have a good time. Just happy to be here. <laughs> Me too. I'm just, just happy to be alive. <laughs> At the time of these books. Wow. Um, I mean, how did you feel about this, Paris? Is there anything else you want to say about the glorious, angsty, teen scene that was Asriel's <laughs> POV. Um, I'm just really glad that you were also pissed about the second hand gifting of the present that he oh, got yeah, for Elaine. And that, like dude. thought like thought exactly like what should I get for Elaine? What would Elaine like? And then like that present was sp- supposed to be for Elaine and I just I get pissed at how disrespectful that is to Gwen. <laughs> so disrespectful. And it's like yeah. bro Cassian threw away a gift that he spent months finding into the fucking river before mm-hmm. Nesta even got to open it. So, like, you can't part? Like, I don't... Like, I don't know. It just doesn't make sense. Like, he was like, I thought about it all day, and I couldn't wait to, like, return the gift. Mm-hmm. But instead, he's like, you know what would be better than returning it? <laughs> Fucking giving it to it. regifting. That's such a good idea. Like, why wouldn't you return the necklace and take the money that you were gonna spend on the necklace and fucking get her something else, bitch? Lazy. Lazy. It is very lazy. Makes and I will me say, question his character. I will say, Asriel is in love with Elaine, and he was in love with more two women that he does not fucking know. He doesn't know shit. And if he does, he's like lying to himself. Like he knows that Moore is gay and he's still like, oh, Moore, I'll love her until I turn to dust. And then he's like, oh, Elaine, you are mates with someone else. Like if the mating bond is as rare as Sarah J. Mass like has set it up to be, like, 
You don't just like keep pining, my dude. You fucking move it along. Like even Cassian, who had sex with Moore, was like, yeah, um, I shut that shit down real fast. Like in the book, in Silver Flames, he says like he cooled all like fire he had for her. And now it's just like a sisterly, brotherly love. Um, And I'm like, Asriel, honey, like you have to stop just like pining after people you know can never like be with you or love you back like you have to stop that you have to do some reflective work and like really get your shit together because um you don't know these women (laughs) (laughs) you don't love like he doesn't love them for like who they truly are i know i think that's an excellent point i think you're very right because you're right he doesn't really know i mean he's known more for like 500 years yeah um and yeah, he probably does know that um, she'll never love him in the way that he wants. But like, I don't know. You're. I think you're just right that he doesn't really know these women as much as he probably thinks he does. Yeah. And like, okay, say more does love him back. Like, would they be happy? Like, oh, yay, he gets what he wants. But it's like more is a firecracker that everyone is in love with and thinks is gorgeous. She's always in the public eye. She's always being admired. Like, she is vivacious and exciting and very active. And it's, like, Asriel. And Asriel just, like, hang around in the corner forever. (laughs) That's, like, that's your plan, my dude? That's, like, what really (laughs) excites you? Like, you're going to build a life in that uh, environment? In that (laughs) dynamic? Okay, my dude. Like, if you want to play second fiddle for your whole goddamn life, your eternal Which is a long time. Yeah. A (laughs) long-ass time. Then, okay. And then Elaine, it's like, yeah, you really want to be at odds with, like, the whole ass autumn court and spring court? Yeah? You oh, you want to make shit weird in the house all the time? <laughs> forever? Want to make people really uncomfortable for a long time? What you doing? Baby, get it together. <laughs> so, yeah, I just don't think, I don't think it's a thing. But it, it makes for a juicy goddamn story. It makes for a sexy, sexy longing scene. The desire. Oh. (laughs) Oh, man. I can't wait. Is there any word on, like, when when we'll receive said book? I think um, the next, what is it called? Crescent City. House of Earth and Blood. Um, has the, the next book. I have book. my headphones on, and it was like all of a sudden you were really close to me. <laughs> that was, sounded crazy. Did you lean into the camera? I, I did or lean camera. into the This is a microphone. I did lean into the microphone for that, for that treat, yeah. Um, uh, the next book in the Crescent City series, like that, ha- that edit, that like final draft I think has been submitted. So now it's going through like final stuff and then it will go Sweet. through printing and advertisement. So I have a feeling next year or maybe the year, like later next year, like towards the end of next year, I have a feeling it will be released hopefully, if not the like winter, spring after that. And then while that is all in production, cause I think she sent it away and like has finished it. So I think now she is starting to work on the next Court of Thorns and Roses book. Ah. Assuming assuming she does not have any other projects that get in the way, but I don't think she has started writing yet. Which she knows sucks. so much about her. <laughs> I'm just observant. I just watch the lives, okay? I know you're a dedicated fan. I'm truly, I'm not as good. I don't watch all the lives, and I should. And you've read, like, every book that she's written, and I haven't. Everything but uh, the Catwoman one. Oh, I haven't read the Catwoman one either. Apparently it's good. Yeah, I'm not opposed to reading it. I just haven't. I haven't either, yeah, because I'm too busy obsessing over Asriel's massive cock. <laughs> Penis. <laughs> Who isn't? God damn, like, oh, I love this little angsty man. Oh, thank you for listening to this episode of Fantasy Time. <laughs> we really appreciate it. Uh, shout out to everyone in the UK who's listening. I see you. I see you in my analytics. Thanks. 
uh, from across the sea. That's really cool that you're listening, dear listener across the sea. You should send us a DM. Yes, send us a DM, guys. Uh, And follow us on Instagram at Fantasy Time Podcast. Big, big important thing. We're trying to get to 100 followers on Instagram. I know that's kind of crazy (laughs) that we don't even have 100 followers. But once we hit 100 followers, we'll be able to access our, like, analytics and, like, all of the cool parts of having, like, a creator account on Instagram. But we can't see anything until we get 100 followers. So if you like our podcast, if you listen to our show and you enjoy it and you like being on this journey with us, please go ahead and follow us on Instagram. We would really, really appreciate it. (laughs) So I can fucking see what's going on. So I can fucking see. So I can fucking see what's going on on our account. Because I don't, Cause I'm I, just running blind here. I just here. can't see it right now. I and I just want to fucking viewers. see. I just want to see. <laughs> um, so follow another- us on our goddamn Instagram. Because we just want to see the analytics. So, who is the this? Analytics. This character, so- I'm very hunched over as I'm saying these things. <laughs> I can feel it. I can, I can hear I like it. I like her. Me I like too. Them. She's old. She's she old. She's ancient. old and she's pissed. Because <laughs> she can't see the analytics. I had my grandson teach me specifically how to do this. And I can't, god damn it. Because I only have I think my neighbor's really followers. It's 11.30. <laughs> Shit. We should wrap it up. Yes, follow us on Instagram at Fantasy Time Podcast for any other inquiries. Send us an email at fantasytimepodcast at gmail.com. If you are listening on Apple Podcasts, please write a review. Write. Please. <laughs> I'm sorry. I swear to God, I'm not mocking you. I just really liked the way you said that. Please. <laughs> us a review it helps it helps our podcast it helps other people find the podcast god damn it amen (laughs) thank you we love you guys we love you i gotta get out of here so i can go check the analytics I'm going to stop recording. Cheeks upon cheeks upon cheeks. Dicks upon dicks upon dicks.